FYI, and I don't mean fake news, this podcast contains huge spoilers. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 228 of the podcast that goes snicked. I'm your host, Jason Venable, and it's a uh, bite-sized bonus episode to finish up April 2017 for all things Wolverine, excluding uh, the resurrection. Uh, I'm working things out with Dan to have another special resurrection episode to talk about some of the second issues that came out at the end of the month. But this is really just going to be like a, uh, it's, it's the popcorn as you're watching the trailer for the other, yeah, this is the, this is the previews for the other, the next episode, <laughs> which I'll focus Dan. This one's just me and just wrapping up some of the non-resurrection stuff to end the month of April. Which basically leaves us with only two things. That's Old Man Logan number 22 and Star-Lord number 6. Not a whole lot to, to talk about. But, didn't want to get those out there and, you know, see what we have to say, right? See what's going on. So, Old Man Logan number 22 is Past Lives Part 2 of 4. Written by Jeff Lemire. Art by Eric Wynn. Colors by Andre Mosa. Letters by VCs Corey Pettit. Woohoo! Dangles on the wind somewhere. Um, and the cover is by Andrea Sorrentino. And the cover continues our awesome theme of Sorrentino drawing Wolverine in different stages of his costume in front of a collage of old Wolverine covers. This time we have Wolverine in the Golden brown, tan and brown, yellow and brown, orange and brown, whatever you decide to call it. <laughs> That's what he's wearing. Interesting, interestingly enough, with no cow. So we get Sorrentino. And I think, you know, most of Sorrentino's Logan work has been with actual old man Logan with his short hair. He's drawn some flashback scenes, but mostly with the, the whole uniform, with the whole cow. Now we get to really see him draw some full-on Wolverine here. It's pretty nice. So anyway, he's standing again, kind of looking down, arms in front, claws out, crossed in an X. And we have some really cool covers in the in the background, all tinted green. We have lots of good solo Wolverine stuff, including, of course, they have some of the other Wolverine solo covers, like the really awesome one where he's fighting Silver Samurai. They're all back there. And again, this cover is amazing. And again, this cover is pretty much the only reason to buy this book. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's continue into Jeff Lemire's lame duck story. If you want to call it that. Remember, uh, Logan made a deal with Magic Asshat to go back to Old Man Logan land to try to rescue the Hulk baby. But as he travels back, he went way back in his history and is jumping to different points. And that's really all the story is. It's just Logan jumping to different points in his history and trying to decide what that is going to mean. We find out in this issue, he can't really change anything. Like, he has some control, and obviously he can observe. 
and he's been able to kind of do a couple of things slightly different, but nothing that'll change the the impact of the past event. In fact, there's even a one of the highlights of this book, if there, if there are any, is there's a part where he's fighting in the first scene, and he says some of his old lines. And he's like, did I really say that? I don't want to say that. I'm not going to say that. And then he says it anyway. And so like he, he has a limited control over an ability to act within the past, but nothing that will change anything. And apparently some of his dialogue has to come out anyway. So our first scene, if you remember from the end of 21, and why would you? But if you do, um, we go to his first appearance where he fought Hulk in Wendigo. And we go through that for a while. Um, yeah. Then we skip to Jean Grey going full Phoenix. Never go full Phoenix. But she does. And this one's very painful for Wolverine because, you know, this is when they lost Jean. Not necessarily when she died, though. Pretty close in front of that. But this is kind of the moment where they lost her. And he makes a good comment here that even, you know, with her various comebacks and whatnot, they never really got Gene back. Like, this point on, and maybe that's why he's so enamored with, gross, with young Gene is because that's before all this, right? That's the Gene he knew and loved and whatnot. But this is super painful, and he grabs the ambulance to try to get out of there ASAP, especially when he realizes... Because he tries to change it, right? He's going to try to change this moment. And save Genie. Genie! But he can't. And so he gets, he skedaddles out of there. And we go to Japan. And now he realizes, okay, well I can't change anything. So I'm just going to take out my frustrations. And boy does he. He hacks the ninjas to death. And then he says, well if I can't change anything, I can at least enjoy some of the good moments. And he kisses Mariko. And he's like, all right, I can go now. And he ends up in a sewer. He's in his black sleeveless togs and Madripoor. So the art on this is fine. Eric Wynn does a fine job. Nothing wrong with the art. Um, He's not going to immediately jump up to the top of my favorite artist list, but not saying every artist I encounter should. So, I mean, the art is, is fine. It's good, solid art. And that's about all there is to say. Um, The story... It's kind of, you know, it's really, I don't know where he's going to end up. My my feeling is that he's going to get to the end of this. He's going to, his soul, old man Logan's soul will come back to his old man Logan body. And he'll realize, you know what? Whatever the differences in the past are, there's enough. The same, I can, I can make it in this world. I can function. I can just be old man Logan. Which we've already started seeing, like, for example, in Weapon X where Greg Pak just kind of writes, or Pak, however you want to say it, just kind of writes him as just, here's Logan, I happen to be old and have some gray hair, whatever, I'm Logan. And not focusing as much on the old man wasteland part. And I think Lemire's maybe bridging the gap, saying this is how we got from here to here, this is how he comes to terms. It's not necessary, and it's, I don't know, just going through and seeing the different memories is, is kind of a non-story story. I'm not really digging it. Um, Very, very lame duck. Very, oh, well, I've got a few issues. What can I do? Oh, I'll go through Wolverine's history but without actually going through his history. You know, pretend it's a new story. 
<laughs> Do I sound bitter? I probably sound way more bitter than I should. I'm sorry. Um, it's not bad, but I didn't really enjoy it. I'm going to give Old Man Logan number 22, two out of six claws. Moving on to a book that makes me mad, but for a much different reason. Uh, this is Star-Lord number six, part of the grounded um, banner, I guess. The grounded storyline for the Guardians of the Galaxy. This is written by Chip Zdarsky, penciled by Chris Anka, inks by Chris Anka and Walden Wong, or Anka, maybe it's Anka, I don't remember. I've heard different people say different ways and I've never heard him, so I'm not sure. Anyway, colors by Matthew Wilson, letters by VCs Corey Pettit. Is there an owl in here? <laughs> um, and cover is also by Chris Anka, Chris Anka, Anka Anka. And, you know, I, I just but I love his art. So hopefully if this were to ever get back to him, he would understand how much I appreciate his creativity. Um, and this cover is pretty great. It's Star-Lord in a suit standing on some grass, a grassy knoll maybe, but hopefully not shooting a president. Um, and he's got a Star-Lord jacket hanging over his suit jacket over his shoulder and he's looking out at the skies his home right space where he wants to be it's a pretty great cover very nicely covered colored of course the cover is covered it couldn't be uncovered unless the staples get loose <laughs> anyway um so Star Lord, remember he was helping this this guy with the gravity boots, and Old Man Logan has been one of his kind of sidekicks or whatever. So we start off. He has a dream, which looks a whole lot like the preview art for Star Lord Annual Number One, which comes out soon. <laughs> and it's him in like an old West planet, but it's still in space. He has the space horse and space cowboys, and I'm just assuming this is Brave Star. Uh. Strength of the bear, 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 or however that went. Um, yeah, so he goes to Brave Star Land. Uh, he's going to fight Tex Hex. But anyway, that's not particularly pertinent to this issue. <laughs> uh, he wakes up from his Brave Star nightmare, sees his suit, thinks about his friend. Um, so this guy that he was helping, he was a senior citizen. He was doing the community service, helping him. He was an ex-villain with the gravity boots. He used to fight Daredevil. Anyway, they had a big fight around the bar with no name. And uh, he died. And so now Star-Lord is getting ready to go to his funeral. He does. It's very nice. Like, touching scene. Talks to his son who owned the bar with no name. Who no longer owns it. It's being shut down. And he gets a summons from Javelin, who is one of the... Uh, the villains at the bar with no name, an older but elegant lady, Miss Jav Owen. <laughs> yeah, that's not on the nose at all, right? Anyway, she's in this fancy robe, pours some martinis. Is trying to butter Star Lord up. Um, talks about how grateful she was that that you know she understood that that Peter. And his friends had to try to steal from her. She knew the situation. But she also knew that he sent Logan to help protect her. Like to, you know, break up the bar. So he was, you know, playing both sides. But did so with like a good conscience and for the right reasons. And 
She appreciates that, and he thinks that she's trying to, to seduce her. But she laughs, and then old man Logan comes down the stairs in a matching room. <laughs> and it's pretty funny. He goes to the fridge to get some milk. Um, <coughs> old man Logan calls him a kid. Star-Lord's like, milk? And I'm the kid. And he's like, good for your bones. Your bones are covered in metal, and you heal instantly. <laughs> Logan gives him a hard time about being pissy. Anyway, so Ms. Javelin has cleared uh, Peter of his legal troubles, and he can now collect his things and get about his life, including getting off the planet if he wants to. Peter and Logan have some more verbal sparring and then some physical sparring as uh, Star-Lord punches Logan in the nose, hurts his fist. God, metal skull! I bet you don't have a still-lined solar plexus, you Clint Eastwood mother. <laughs> and then they fight, roughhouse, really spar. I almost get the sense that Logan's kind of playing with him. And he's like, all right, calm down, bro. Gives him a bear hug. And um, kind of talks him up, like, tries to encourage him. Um, <laughs> they hug it out. <laughs> He's like, oh, you only fought me because you knew I needed to blow off some steam. He's like, yep. Um, and he, he, is, he basically talks about his own regrets. He's like, I know you're blaming yourself for this. I can't remember Rocket Boots, Gravity Boot guy's name. But anyway, he knows that uh, Star-Lord has blamed himself for his death. He says, you can't do that. You just got to learn from your lessons, right? All victories come with some kind of cost. Some are... Some costs are more dear than others. This one was dear to you. I get that, you know, but, you know, and and you're not going to feel good about it, but just do the best you can to make it right and and learn from it. They hung it out some more, and then while they were fighting, the robe came open, and Peter's like, uh. <laughs> and then um, Daredevil, as Matt Murdock, delivers the gravity stuff to the guy's son, and so they have that. Then Javelin's got to buy the bar with no name and give it a name, call it Javelin. And then Peter, Star-Lord, tries to find Rocket Raccoon. He finds him in a bar. There's some really funny funny lines about how this bar's a little swanky and Rocket's like, I don't know where all the dives are. And he tries to, to kind of reestablish the bromance there, but Rocket wants nothing to do with it. There's a funny scene where Brand gives him the, the I'm watching you fingers. She tried to set him back up. So she takes Peter to Alpha Flight, gives him back his element guns, which are apparently named Clarice and Terry, and basically says, um, you can do whatever you want. I suggest you get away. Go back to space. Find your friends. You, know, you can tell from the conversation with Rocker, he will forgive you eventually. So, you know, keep working on that and get out of here. Um, that's where it ends and of course this series is over which makes me sad um, add this to the list of, of my favorite Marvel books coming to an end <laughs> for different reasons right some they're just changing right like Power Man Iron Fist is splitting into Iron Fist and Cage right which is fine um, Star Lord will just kind of wrap back up into Guardians of the Galaxy the all new Guardians of the Galaxy Spider-Woman will show up in Defenders, which I guess that's fine, but why she can't have both books, I'm not sure. Um, I guess because we have to have Jean Grey instead. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. What else? What else was I mad about? I don't know. I don't remember. But anyway. Oh, Nova. I know Sam will be on the champions, and I, I think Rich is, in, you know, my guess, going to show up in Guardians. That's what I'm, I have a feeling is going to happen. So look for that. And I don't think this is like a big, ooh, let's really roll the dice here, really living on the edge. I think it's a, a fairly safe bet, but I haven't seen it official, so I'm still guessing, technically, quote-unquote guessing, that that's where he'll end up. So anyway, yeah, I'll be sad to see this book go. Really enjoyed the art, as always. Fantastic. This was a great story. Lots of good humor, but still some action. This was a little bit of kind of like the... Take a breath and breathe after kind of the the fast pace of the last few issues, but it was still really good. Um, so I'm gonna give Star Lord number six. I'll go. Uh, eh, I'll go five out of six claws. So, and Old Man Logan was really fun in it. I mean, Zdarsky writes a pretty good Old Man Logan. So. There you go. Well, that is our bonus bite-sized episode. It's just a little snack. Just a little snack to get you ready for the uh, Resurrection episode. That'll come up really soon with, of course, Dan Cole from the Inner Comics Podcast. Hi, Dan. We'll talk to you soon. Um, Yeah, so that's next. Uh, As usual, like the Facebook page, Twitter is at SnickCast. Um, Website with show notes is SnickCast.Podbean.com. And that's going to do it. So until next time, hugs and snicks, everybody. Bye-bye. And snap.